This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But Trista, it's time for Fraud Alert. I know you are very excited for this segment. Each week, we're going to talk about which college and NFL teams we feel like are frauds because they're out there. And it's our job to let the people know who the frauds are in college football. Who let the frauds out? In the NFL. I like that. Who let the frauds out? I just out? made it up. I know. It's really good. So yeah. let's start with college football, Trista. Do you want to start first, ladies first, or do you want me to go first? Well, I'm trying to navigate, trying to get this, uh, this Indiana Pacers game up. Maybe yeah. Cam can help me out. Is that on TNT? It's not no. on. That's a, it's an NBA. Shocking. Shocking that the Indiana Pacers, maybe one of the worst teams in the league, versus another team that's not very good in the league is going to uh, not be on. But here we are. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So, yeah, I think I'm ready. I think yeah, I can go, go ahead, ahead and, and rock this out. Yeah, I think number, college football. What you got? Fraud alert. N- number one biggest fraud to me is Oklahoma. Like, Oklahoma, I know they're getting some steam from some sharp betters like you, PJ, where they're plus seven against Texas when Quinn Ewers is coming back. And I know that they play Texas tough. That Red River shootout, Red oh, River rivalry, rivalry. Say that is, five times is always tough. Always. It's always close. Exactly right. But let's be honest. We got some new new leadership in town here. We, we got Steve Sarkeesian, yep. who is absolutely no joke as a head coach. Great coach. And we now have... A new head coach, Venables, in Oklahoma. We have had a whole different regime change. Oklahoma, during all those years of our man Lincoln Riley's reign, that's why it's been close. That's why it's been close, because Oklahoma is usually the team that is trending uh, upwards, and Texas is usually trending downwards. Oklahoma stinks. They have, they're in the Miami school right now. Like, new head coach, new system, new players. You stink. They're 3-2, and two, and they're still ranked. They have Texas, Kansas, who's undefeated as today, Iowa State, and then Baylor. This team could be 3-6 and six in a month. <laughs> Think about that for I a know. second. All that high-flying offense, they have been getting out to very slow starts. They're just gross. And do you me, want us to switch back and forth, or do you do you want us to just go? No, you through? go right in. Yeah, your yeah. graphics up on the screen, so you touch on your remaining. Number teams. two, number two is my squad. Yeah. School I went to to the school at. School I went to school at. Quack quack. <laughs> school I went to school at. <laughs> quack quack. Go Ducks. Uh, What's you know, the school you went to school at? Oregon. I there went to go. the University of Oregon. Go Ducks. <laughs> and we are not going anywhere. Let's be honest. This team. Should have lost to to Washington State, to Wazoo. The Palouse was loose, and we were looking a little too loosey-goosey out there. Mm -hmm. The problem is the Pac-12 is pretty bad, right? So we're not going to be really tested until Washington on November 12th. 
then you play Utah, then you play Oregon State to finish the season. I think that's a game, actually. Peach, I'm going to go to. I'm going to yeah. go to that Civil War. I'm going to be out in Oregon for the for the uh, Pat P- Knight, yeah, PK for the Phil, Phil Knight Invitational, Phil Knight Legacy Tournament. Oh, that'll be awesome. So I think I'm going to do that on November 12th. But, you know, this is a team that's just not very good. Like, I don't like Bo Nix one bit. Mm. He he makes some throws. that Bo give picks. you Yeah, Bo picks. He gives you a little encouragement, and then he just throws a pick on you. He can make every throw in the playbook. And then he can make no throws. So I like the Ty Thompson experience a lot more. Bring that sophomore in. He was supposed to come in last year as mm-hmm. well, but we were just too committed to my man Anthony Brown. Three, I think you'll like this one. Penn State. We're on the same page here. They're 5-0, and oh, Peach. They're getting a little steam. Getting a little too much respect. A lot of respect. F- signature wins. Let's run through them. Purdue? Northwestern? Seventeen seven. Does anyone really think that this team has the 26th ranked offense in college football? No. No, they do not. Has Penn State ever had the best, 26th best? Probably with Saquon. But they play Michigan, Minnesota, Iowa State in their next three, and all of a sudden, now you're 5-3, and three, and now you're a little closer to what you should be. So those are my frauds. Those are my frauds in college football. And if you're back in Oklahoma... Just don't watch the game because it could get ugly fast. I think Texas could win by three scores. And maybe I'm wrong, but I think Oklahoma's that bad. Wow. Well, I will say this. I, I, need, I, as an Oklahoma backer, need Dylan Gabriel to play in that game. Yeah. Because when those backups came into play against TCU last week, Trista, it was wasn't ugly. pretty. It was ugly. I, I needed Mordecai out there slinging it <laughs> around because it was just not pretty with those Oklahoma backups. You bring up a great point about Penn State. That opening game against Purdue, it it was a nice win, but they got fortunate to win. Yes. Like, there are games where you just look at a box score and you're like, wow, that's a nice win. But when you really watch the game, correct? God, did Purdue blow that game. That should have been a loss. Then the Auburn game, Trista, we talked about this yesterday. Other than Vanderbilt, you could very well make the case Auburn is the worst team in the SEC. Yes. They are not a good team at all. Winning down on the Plains is is not what it used to be. So that win, which to some might that's look what you very guys call impressive. That? That's what you guys call that, down on the Plains? The Plains. That's Auburn, the Plains. Did you go, by the way, really quickly, before you get into your frauds? Never been. Did you ever go to, what do you mean never been? To Auburn. You I never went. You were ask me. Did you go to the national championship? Uh, you probably weren't even in school. When uh, Oregon played Auburn I, with no, Cam Newton? Did not. You guys are, Auburn, Auburn was very sweet fan base. They'd be like, couldn't ask for a better team to play. Wouldn't want to play y'all tomorrow. Just want to say that. Well, what's, I mean, I'm sure they were lovely because their team was in the natty. Yeah. You know, there's not a lot of reason to be nasty. Yeah. Oh, look at Boston getting out to this early that league. That Cam goes. Newton, he was, he was some player. Yeah, he was. Penn State, though, like you said, Trista, they play Michigan next week on the road in the big house. Then they're home against Minnesota and home against Ohio State. We're going to figure out real quick the Penn State are some frauds. They're going to lose next week to Michigan. And they're probably going to lose to Minnesota, too, because you want to talk a yeah. sa- about a sandwich spot between Michigan and Ohio State? I mean, that's the mother load of all sandwich spots, and then they're going to lose to Ohio State. Of course. So Penn State's a fraud. Then the other team I have listed there is Utah, man. Look, Trista, the beautiful thing about betting is that we watch all these games but until you put your hard-earned American dollars on a, on a team, 
is not until you truly lock in on them. Do you know what I mean? A thousand percent. Isn't it so true? Yes. I bet Utah against Oregon State last week. It was one of my biggest bets of the week. I'm watching Utah, and I'm like, you know, this defense is not that good. And their offense was scoring points, but it was just because Oregon State was coming off that game versus USC. There was clearly let down there. You remember how unbelievable Anthony Richardson was in that Florida-Utah game? Mm. I think a lot to do with that was just the fact Utah's defense isn't very good. Let me ask you this question, PJ. So, you know I do have the the Utah money line because we talked about that at the top of the show against UCLA this weekend. I'm a little worried about it. Because DTR looks so damn good. Interesting. It is that spread's at UCLA. dropping. It that was at four and a half. It's now to three and a half. I know, and that's that's what made me just decide to take Utah on the money line. Because Yeah, I think that's the good play. Because DTR, it feels like, boy, oh boy, is he dynamic in ways that could light Utah on fire. That's why I can't wait to watch, because Utah's on the road this week, and their defense Should is going to Should be an over game. What's the challenge? total? Uh, 64 and a half. I like that over. Like over. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Utah's defense, I was very unimpressed with them. So I think they're frauds. UCLA is a live dog in that game. Utah should win, but I think that plus three and a half, I think there's some value there for UCLA. And then when we look at the NFL, Trista, real quick, two teams that I have as frauds. The Jets, I think, are frauds. They should be 0 4. They're two uh-huh. wins against Pittsburgh last week, and the Browns are just. I mean, miracle games. Games where you can get them live on the money line for like plus a thousand. Where right. they shouldn't have had a shot. And then the Titans, you know, they won their last two weeks. They beat a Raiders team by two. Then last week they had a nice road win at Indianapolis, but they've been beating Indy the last three years. But I think that spread this week against Washington tells you a lot, right? right. The fact that they nobody wants to back, back Washington this week. I, I mean, the, the, how that and team's looked the past three weeks. they're begging you to take Tennessee. Begging you. Begging you. Take I, it. Take it. Take it. I think that tells it. you everything you know about Tennessee. So I think the Jets and the Titans, they are some frauds. What for about me, you? For me, number one is is the New York football giants at three and one. Mm-hmm. Because this is, this is a very big surprise for them to get three sure. wins out of the four, right? They're... They're like three and one, and they're ranked twenty fourth in predictive power ranking. That just tells you everything you need to know to give you an idea of how far their record is above their ability. The next closest ranked three win team is Minnesota at number thirteen in terms of who they are in the ability wow. ranking. With Green Bay, Baltimore, Jacksonville coming up, I don't think it's long before they end up where they belong, tough, which is below five hundred. Yeah. And on top of that, you got injuries to Daniel Jones and to Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Lastly, I agree with you on the Jets. Same exact reasons. And Chicago. Like, there's some people in, in Chicago with optimism about this group. Don't have optimism. Yeah. You watch this, Justin Fields play? Yeah, I mean, it, what do you see with your eyeballs? You know? Like, it's a horrible passing season. Fields Ugh. is 34 for 67 Ugh. for 471 yards and two touchdowns in all of these games combined. Cooper Cup has more catches than Fields has completions. So this team, big-time fraud.